don't win friends if you're always sort of the doomsayer. So, I mean, particularly when you think about the climate crisis, there's, um, you know, a tremendous amount of challenge, but we don't want to talk about the challenge. We want to talk about the things that, you know, having ambition and solving the problems. Really important here is materiality. And it's, it's understanding, you know, what, what are your core issues and, and what's most related to, you know, the, the core service or the core manufacturing things that your business is doing. And it's really important to tackle those. So, you know, for example, if you're a you're coal-fired power station and you're not doing anything around, um, you know, sort of energy or renewables, you, you're just in the, the social aspects, then it doesn't um, carry weight. Purposely Podcast, speaking with social entrepreneurs and charity founders and leaders, people who are making the world a better place. Here's your host, Mark Longbottom. A warm welcome to Purposely Podcast. Fantastic, really great to be here. And you are the Head of Corporate Responsibility at Burgess Salmon LP. Yeah, we're a commercial law firm based in Bristol. If you're stuck in a lift or you're standing at a party and ask, someone asks you what you do, what's your elevator pitch? What do you normally tell people? <laughs> Good question, because it's quite difficult to describe, but I suppose, um, yeah, my, my job is about, I suppose, building trust with stakeholders and, and helping set the firm's responsible business agenda. When I joined um, Burgess Salmon, I, I did very much a sort of strategic review, and um, what I really found was responsible business, it's an absolute authentic part of the culture. Um, I think what I've managed to bring was kind of more structure and more rationale and then give it sort of more direction and focus. But um, fantastic that, yeah, it was really sort of pushing it an open door and, and the, the strongest building blocks of it at being part of the culture were already there. Job or role existing already? No, it wasn't. So they'd had um, a sort of CR manager who was more community focused, um, but as head of CR, I've got a much sort of broader um, remit and certainly sort of more strategic. Um, which is good, a good place to be, isn't it? Walking in where you wanted. Absolutely. And what a they were doing a huge amount so a huge amount in terms of the community um already got like an environmental management system a huge amount of commitment to diversity and inclusion but what was kind of missing was how did that all fit together and what were the sort of key priorities within that being able to articulate that um better to stakeholders success as a corporate um well csr agent is that comes embedded in all parts of the business um would you would you say that's true absolutely and and what we have at burgess salmon is everyone getting involved um there's real clear visible leadership so for example our managing partner he was down at um pride celebrating lgbt um plus colleagues um yeah we've got our um senior partner he's a trustee and set up a new um charity locally which is all about BAME inclusion so yeah that there's that real visible leadership um, and importantly as well around the different elements of responsible business we have internal net networks so our people um, take a, a kind of real lead on the agenda and it creates lots of opportunities for people to to get involved. Kind of transition for businesses from doing the right thing to actually um, if they don't do the right thing it'll sting them commercially as well. I mean I, I've worked in this space um, 
pretty much getting on for 20 years now, but um, the acceleration we've had in the last sort of two or three years, and um, I think a combination of the pandemic and then, you know, the level of climate change awareness. Um, I think as well, there's also been some key developments in terms of legislation and particularly kind of in the investment and finance world. Um, so the light's really gone on about how important this is and it is very much mainstream and we need to sort of evolve the economic model. Yeah. And for those listeners who aren't aware, it's a lot of it's based around three letters, isn't it? E, S and G. E for environment, S for social, G for governance. Where are you strongest? So I think it's pretty much um, across the board because all are really important. And I think as a sort of CR sustainability professional, our role is kind of helping to find um, that balance. Um, but I think you, you can't do one without without the other and they all do very much um interlink what what's your sort of take on social what does it encompass what does it exclude give us a give us a feel of of social for you and your outlook for your role yeah so i think um social is very much i suppose really um thinking about those those community um links and also kind of the human rights element and how that links in with um workers in the supply chain and and those larger global um, impacts that we have through the supply chain and in terms of the social issues what we've done with our community engagement portfolio is look for where there is a sort of um, clear alignment so you know what are the things that are most relevant in terms of our organization and what are our priorities and then um, seeking to partner with those charities and not-for-profits also where we can learn from them so, for example, we've got um, key partnerships around the environmental agenda, diversity and inclusion, social mobility um, is, a, is a big area of focus for us. Um, measuring impact is definitely a challenge, um, particularly with community. But what we tend to do is um, within our community engagement portfolios, try and focus on some key partnerships where um, you build up that relationship and there's that longer term um, investment so it is you know easier and clearer to get that that impact um, feedback and you and I actually met um, in a, a wonderful project focused on helping young people disadvantaged young people from you know tough side of Bristol um, give them access to sort of inspiration aspiration and and then came together and came up with some wonderful projects that impacted the city in a really positive way. Um, we were, I think we were the judges actually, weren't we? We were playing um, Dragon's right. Den style, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Um, yeah, and would success for Burgess Salmon be um, welcoming employees in from all core all classes and ethnicities and, and that's the sort of, it's a vision internally and externally. You talked about um, putting, not pressure on your clients, but working with clients to do you know be more impactful purposeful is it it's an internal external thing yeah absolutely so um we do have a big focus on inclusive employment and that spans across um you know how, how um, people are supported within the firm how we approach resourcing um you know where we advertise opportunities and also as well we've um, been increasingly thinking about how we use community outreach so within our diversity and inclusion agenda, we've got kind of four areas of focus. So one is um, disability inc inclusion, sexual orientation, 
gender balance and then um, sort of BAME around race. So we've actually looked for community organisations that align with those different areas. So again, they can sort of support us in terms of, you know, maybe reviewing our recruitment processes, um, making the workplace um, more inclusive and also reaching out to parts of the community um, where we can come across as a, a more friendly employer and a, and a viable employment um, yeah. opportunity. Yeah, and I think for me, removing barriers and then this idea that someone can come to work and be exactly who they are. They don't have to try and be someone else, um, whether that relates to their um, sexuality, the gender, the ethnicity, like just they're being the best version of themselves to work. And that should be what it's all about. Absolutely. And it just takes um, less energy if you're not pretending to be someone else. Yeah. And you guys have been winning some awards. Tell me about those. Yeah, so we've we've um, done pretty well this year. So we were delighted to be named um, a top times employer for women this year. Um, we were named UK Law Firm of the Year 2020. And then our Working with Schools programme um, has attracted quite a number of awards, which was based on our virtual ad adaptation through the pandemic. And we were really passionate that um, disadvantaged students shouldn't be left behind. And particularly, you know, given the pandemic that was really exacerbating some of those challenges. So, um, yeah, we, we've been delighted to um, have won Bristol Law Society Community Engagement Firm, um, Southwest Dealmakers with the Insider um, Best CSR team. And then we've been um, shortlisted with the um, Business Legal Week and then the lawyer. Wonderful. And you won a personal award to, um, out of all of that. Yes, um, I did. So I was recognised as ESG Officer of the Year, which was with um, Women in Risk Governance and Compliance um, Forum. But, but how did you find yourself um, tracking towards a CSR professional? Yeah, so you're right. I kind of gravitated into it and it, my career evolved. It wasn't um, a sort of targeted destination. Um, but I originally studied mining engineering and um, mining engineering obviously has massive um, environmental and social impacts. So the extractives in industry is quite led in terms of sort of sustainability thinking and, and frameworks and things. So I think that academic study gave me some really good groundings in terms of understanding the environment and things like health and safety um, and then in my early career it was more kind of technical engineering um, sort of base but I, I was always ambitious keen keen to learn take on new things so um, my my career um, progressed I um, pushed my employer to uh, sponsor me to do a, a master's in business and um, did, did an MBA and then after that I, I joined um, corporate affairs and while I was in a corporate affairs role I was asked to lead a strategic sort of project management review of the um, business's corporate responsibility strategy um, and um, yeah I had maternity leave with my second child and when I came back I was asked if I would um, head, head that up globally and so um, yeah I sort of jumped at the opportunity but I think having had um, sort of broader business understanding um, and and a, a good grounding in business. Um, it was a good sort of um, 
foundation to then move into uh, corporate responsibility. And I think corporate responsibility, sustainability has been a very good home for me in terms of my sort of personal values, um, but also the kind of um, challenge there is in terms of the, the, the scale of uh, joining up all the dots, thinking globally, and then relating that back to an organisation. Yeah, it's so purposeful, isn't it? Um, and it, you know, is developing these more and more roles available um, in this field. What would you say to someone who is wanting to head in this direction? Um, how would they go about breaking in? Yeah, so, I mean, there's so many more opportunities now. I mean, I think even compared to sort of two or three years ago, there's a lot more um, roles um, advertised, you see it on um, LinkedIn. Um, I think you can, there's um, certain institutes that you can um, get some sort of professional insight from. So there's the Institute of Corporate Responsibility and Sustainability that's um, very good. Uh, the Institute of um, Environmental Management and Assessment. So you can kind of um, do, do studies and build up sort of professional knowledge through those. Um, I think volunteering with different charities is, is good. And um, yeah, I think if, you know, getting into a business but asking questions and and you know making yourself available to take the lead on things like the the environment or um community is a good way um in as well and what's your superpower what have you bring to the table that others might not um yeah good good question um I think I'm very good in terms of logic and rationale and um, simplifying complex um, things down. And I think, yeah, in this kind of role, sort of um, building relationships and, and influencing is, is really important. Um, and I think as well, it's about focusing on the, the things that can do and what have been done well already, because you, you don't win friends if you're always sort of the doomsayer. So, I mean, particularly when you think about the climate crisis, there's... Um, you know tremendous amount of challenge but we don't want to talk about the challenge we want to talk about the things that you know having ambition and solving the problems um so yeah i think that's very much um, my approach and it seems to have worked to date yeah and actually um some of the companies who are best in this field are actually at sort of the um we just say the dirty end of of business so sometimes the biggest impact on the environment um that maybe have had um you know issues around um yeah, a lot of uh, employees from disadvantaged backgrounds or sometimes those companies are actually well ahead in terms of their approach in this field would you say that's true yeah and I think it was funny I was having a conversation with somebody earlier this week and they said oh you know I, I want to work for a certain type of company and I challenge that because I think um you know you can have a, a bigger impact in 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 companies that do have bigger challenges and um, yeah, the, the companies that do have issues and I think, you know, we live in a pretty imperfect world. And so, for example, you know, you could be working for a wind farm company, but they may have terrible human rights in the supply chain. So, um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, you can make a positive difference um, anywhere and, and certainly organisations and businesses that do have those big issues. They come under a lot of scrutiny. Um, so they often are taking a lot of action. Mm. And, and have a lot of power to you know sort of work with their um, stakeholders or suppliers to um, work better better practices because I think that's probably where the, the sort of sophistication or complexities come in around 
you know, I was listening to someone who's in the investment world and um, it's not just simply about screening out certain things. Actually, it was about working with, um, you know, their investments to be, be better employees, you know, the full raft of ESNG. Um, and you see more of that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's really important here is materiality and it's it's understanding, you know, what, what are your core issues and, and what's most related to, you know, the, the core service or the core manufacturing things that your business is doing. And it's really important to tackle those. So, you know, for example, if you're a you're coal-fired power station and you're not doing anything around um you know, sort of energy or renewables, you're just in the, the social aspects, then it doesn't um, carry weight. Mm. And that's uh, um, no longer just about um, nice uh, prospectus and uh, and uh, lovely words and more about actions. And And I think the example you just given there is a great one in that, you you know, as that company, could you could say you have the most impact on the world if you practice your business practices differently or better. Um, as well as doing those social things. Um, but if you've got your sh 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 house in order for the other stuff, it makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, what, what comes in, what's important here is um, the transparency piece. And we're certainly seeing a lot more kind of reporting requirements. And, um, you know, and I think things like the TCFD um, that's coming along the task force for climate related financial disclosures. Um, and I can see that there'll be, you know, better standards um, and requirements in terms of um, that evidence providing. Mm. In fact, I was sitting in New Zealand, you're in Bristol, but um, New Zealand's the first government to mandate that uh, with their finance companies of a certain level. So, um, you know, doing something right, uh, which is which is good. Um, and in terms of your, um, you know, if someone out there who's a CR, a professional, um, they haven't been in the role very long or they've just you know wanted to get into the field how would you go about building the, an ideal strategy what sort of principles would you utilize because you came in and did a bit of a analysis to begin with what would you do if you're a professional walking into a role tomorrow yeah so first of all I think it's about engaging with key stakeholders within the organization and just asking you know what does responsible business mean to them what do they think the organization does well what do they think you know could be done better um also looking at kind of competitors and peers you know what what's um shaped in terms of responsible business that those other organizations are doing so you do that kind of benchmarking exercise and then you can use some of the um, sort of frameworks which help shape um, sort of CR sustainability strategies, whether that's, you know, the, the GRI or business in the community, the responsible business tracker. Um, and, and also, I think the UN Sustainable Development Goals are um, a really sort of great framework too. You know, if you're a, a new CR person and you're looking to set strategy, the other thing that's really important to do is engage with stakeholders. Um, and again, that will help in terms of making sure that, you know, you've got that materiality piece right and you're not missing a trick in terms of what's expected of you. Massive thank you for joining me on Purposely. Let's stay connected and I look forward to meeting you maybe for uh, Flat White in the future. Absolutely. Real pleasure, Mark, and uh, wish you all the best. Thanks for listening to Purposely Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. I hope you like what you're hearing, because I sure do.